I know that you aren't expecting me to talk, but let me introduce myself. My name is Jermaine Thurston. I am Camilla's husband, and I want to welcome you to A Warrior Diary. In this documentation, you will expect Camilla to take you on a journey of a self-discovery as a wife, a writer, a creator, a woman of God, a person that has flaws, but is rising above that to be a great person, not to the world's standards, but to God's standards. So without further ado, I introduce you to Camilla Thurston. She's going to take you on the spiritual journey. Hey, it is September 20th, 2019, uh, 5.26 p.m. Happy Friday. And if you are, if you read the title, you already know what, what I'm going to be talking about. So I'm just going to dive right on in. When would I have children? So the number one question that I get more than anything, more than, you know, <laughs> more than, you know, my goals and my dreams and stuff like that is when you're going to have kids. Um, although I know people mean well, I know people are excited and they just want to see my husband and I as parents or maybe they just want to see me pregnant. I don't know. But um, yeah, it's just a number of questions that I get and I know people are just ready and excited. So I'm just going to dive into it. So I don't even know where to start, honestly, because this is not a sensitive subject, but it's something I haven't talked about publicly. I've always wanted to for the past year or so to talk about, you know, our journey to wanting kids and all that good stuff. And what should I talk about? What shouldn't I talk about? What should be um, kept private for us? And for me, it just took, I, I guess I had to process it for myself first on my feelings on when I want to have kids and stuff like that before I just instantly blog about it or talk about it. So I was going to do a blog about it, but then a lot of things changed. So now with my new podcast um, that you're listening to now, I just, just trying to figure out, okay, when, when should I talk about it? And so since last episode was about what I want to leave for my future children, I was like, oh, well, this is like perfect to just talk about it now. And I don't really, I, the question to that, the answer to that is when God blesses us. And I know that may be womp womp, <laughs> uh, but it's just true. Like, I'm in no rush. Uh, we want to be in alignment and we want to be in God's timing. We want to be uh, ready. And I know you'll never be fully ready, but I do I do believe that you can be somewhat, you know, prepared and you shouldn't do it um, irrationally. It shouldn't be an issue. Having kids should not be an irrational decision, whether honestly, at a, I don't care, like, whether you're single one to have a baby or um, married, I just don't think that it's something that you should just jump in without having that discussion. We've been taught, we've been married for almost three years on November 12th. It'll be three years. Been together for almost six years. And 
um, of course, as soon as we got married, everyone was asking us, okay, when are y'all going to have kids and all that stuff? And I thought I was ready our first year of marriage. I'm so thankful that I didn't get pregnant or didn't decide to have a child because I honestly, I was not ready at all. And um, this is really awkward for me to talk about because I'm just like, I don't even know how to really dive into this whole thing. I really, cause you know, if you know how my format is, I don't plan what I'm going to say. Um, unless I'm bringing up like some stats or something like that, that I want to look up or other than that, but I don't plan out what I'm going to say. So this is just bear with me with this topic. Um, so I want kids. I want them at the right time. I want um, to be a lot more whole than what I am. And I know that takes time. I know you'll never be fully whole. I don't believe you ever will. But I want to be a great mom. I want to be a godly mom. I want to be a mom that my kids are, they talk about me like in a way that's uplifting and is honoring whether I'm there or not there. You know what I mean? I want them to, I want to be a good steward of for them. And I just want to be uh, healed from some things. I want to break generational curses so it doesn't, doesn't uh, affect them. And so uh, PCOS is um, polycystic ovarian syndrome. And September is PCOS Awareness Month. And PCOS affects one in 10 women. I'm currently looking on my computer is at PCOSchallenge.org. And a common signs and symptoms is like irregular periods, excess facial and body hair, severe acne, small cysts and ovaries, insulin resistance, anxiety and depression, infertility, weight gain, male pattern, hair loss. Um, probably more, I'm sure there are more symptoms to that as well, but those are just like the common ones. And it affects every woman differently. PCOS is not always something that's like, you have the same things as someone else. And starting after I moved to Germany a year ago, I knew my period would be thrown off a little bit because I'm getting used to a different time zone and all these things, right? So I already knew that. I was expecting that because it typically does that if I travel and all that. So I always had an irregular period ever since I started as an eighth grader. You know, I had my period when I started in eighth grade. I had my period once a month for three months and then it just stopped on its own. And, you know, nothing, you know, I never had it again until I got put on birth control when I was a freshman in high school. It's, um, that was specifically for to get my period. And I wasn't on birth control straight. I would get off of it. Then I'll get back on it because my period would just stop and stuff like that. So. Um, so fast forward to now as an adult, 28 years old, I, um, start to experience prolonged bleeding and not heavy bleeding, nothing that made me afraid or made me concerned. It, I had no pain or anything like that. It was just more so, um, just spot, like spotting consistent consistency, like spotting or whatever. 
And that will last for about a month. Usually my period lasts for five days and I'm good, you know, so I knew that was weird, but I didn't. And that had, that wasn't the first time that's happened. It's happened. Um, I want to say like a couple of years or a year or so prior to that. And then even at another time as well. So it happened in different periods of my life. Um, it would be like that, but this one start it started to do more consistent consistently, and and that was like around like November, I think, or no, I think October or November, or sometimes I would even skip a month. So it was just it got to the point where it was like back to back, like stuff just wasn't adding up right. It was just like okay, this is weird. So fast forward to this year, earlier this year, I went to the doctor and I knew I didn't want to be on birth control. Uh, the last, my last experience with birth control was absolutely horrible. I don't remember what birth control it was, um, but it was absolutely horrible. I had a, just a horrible experience. It literally just did not agree with my body. Like it just, I, I just could not stand it. The side effects and all this stuff. So I was just like, you know what? That's my last time. Look, that's my last time with birth control. I ain't dealing with this somewhere. And uh, so I knew I didn't want, um, I knew I didn't want to be back on that. So I went, I prayed before I went to my doctor's appointment. I was like, God, please let me have a doctor who respects my decisions. Cause I've had issues in the past where some doctors would not respect my decision and they would try to get me to get on birth control. They would try to convince me or they kind of have like an attitude and say things like really rude things and stuff like that and so I just pray like Lord let me have like you know the right staff to just respect my wishes and we just get down to the issue to the problem see what's up and so my doctor was great she was amazing and she respected my wishes because she asked me she was like do you want to get put on birth control do you want that and I was like no I don't want to get put on birth, birth control and she was like, okay, well, we can just run some tests. Because I told her all my symptoms and what was going on. It was no heavy bleeding or nothing like that. No pain. So um, she did. Uh, I, that was And that was around my pap smear checkup, too. Because I ain't had a pap smear. In the, you know, So that was my pap smear um, appointment. And so uh, that came back good. So that came back normal, but she wanted me to do some other tests and I did blood work, you know, check my thyroid. Just, she just, she said, we can do this. She said, we can also do a pelvic exam. Do you want to do that? And so I was like, yeah, you know? And so I want to say a few weeks after that, I went to do my pelvic exam. Great experience. You know, a person was very sweet, nice, you know, all that good stuff. And um, I can't remember how long it took for me to get my results back. So, lean. I'm pretty sure y'all probably like, well, since she talked about PCOS, so this must mean she has it. Here's the thing. According to the test results, my ovaries are enlarged and my uterus is fine. Ovaries are enlarged. Um, everything else was normal. And they are putting me in the category of PCOS. That's what they say. And I do not come into agreement with that. Um, walking around saying that I have it or making myself feel 
like, oh my God, this is it. Like, no, it's a very common, sadly, it is a common thing that a lot of women struggle with and a lot of women deal with. And for me, when the doctors told me that, or the nurse told me that, I was just like, as soon as I got off the phone, I was like, okay, God, what do I do? I started to Google because I didn't know what PCOS was. I, I didn't know. And so I was just like, okay, God, what do I do? From that moment till now, I would say that was around March. So the past six months, I've had one moment when I got afraid that it would affect my fertility. And I had a moment where I cried and I didn't cry for too long. And I stopped and I was like, no, no, because it's funny because when the doctor said they put me in that category of PCOS months prior, I've had dreams of me being pregnant. I had dreams of my kids. My husband has dreams of our kids. My older sister had dreams of our daughter. So it was just like, okay, God, and I believe God can speak to you in any way. And I honestly feel like he was speaking to me prior to that to let me know that what's to come, do not believe that. You hold on to the promise of what I've shown you. And so I've had that one moment where I allowed myself to cry and I got a little afraid and quickly stopped crying. I was like, you know what? Nope, because God showed me our babies in my dreams and he showed it through other people as well. We're going to have kids. So I'm not going to even come into agreement with that. So with that being said, um, I do not have fertility issues because my husband, and I have not actively tried to have a child anyway. So I'm not coming to agreement with that. And plus I already know they're coming. So since I already know our kids are coming and I already know that we haven't actively tried. There's no way, there's no reason to come into agreement with symptoms that I don't even have. It's just a what if in a mind game, right? So I made sure that I um, just don't come into agreement with that. And also, this is my first time ever saying this publicly. Some people, I've told very, very when I mean very few people, I told very few people about this because I didn't want. Um, to cause his, like, I didn't want to start, like, too much chatter. You know, you know, you, you won't, you won't support and stuff like that. And you tell people, but sometimes you just get people saying the wrong things. They make you overthink. They make you feel like, oh my God, you, you have fertility issues. And it's just like, yo, wait a minute. Ain't nobody been trying. <laughs> So that's my thing. So I, that's my, I guess my story or my chapter, I guess you could say a paragraph in this whole PCOS PCOS thing that I really don't think is going to set me back at all. Like I said, I don't even really come into agreement that I have it. It's not really something like that. If you but if we're going to be honest and be real, there are some symptoms that I have felt that do that do state otherwise about, well, I have symptoms that are on the list of the symptoms of PCOS, if that makes sense. So like the, the facial and the body hair, I've have noticed my hair is a lot more excessive 
I would say. I don't like that. And the irregular periods, you know, uh, anxiety, depression. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much it. But I, I don't know. That could be PCOS. It could not be. Who knows? But anyway, it's not going to hold me back. It's not going to change anything, right? So that's my journey with um, PCOS. I want to invite you to join the Warrior Sisterhood. It's my free online community of women. Sorry, guys, it is for women only. We unite together via email to pray, believe, and take action on our lives. Please visit CamillaCThurston.com slash sisterhood to learn more and join. I have some great things coming, and I want you to be a part of it. Head over to CamillaCThurston.com slash sisterhood to see what's coming next so you can join. Also, if you're connecting with me, vibing, and having some feedback on today's topic, then send me a voice message. I may feature you on the next episode. Don't forget to say your name and which city, state, or country you are listening from. I would love to hear from you. Don't worry. All of the links I'm mentioning right now are in the episode notes slash description. Just go and check it out. One last thing. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Leave me a review so this platform can share with other future listeners. This is the only way for this platform to recognize that this is something that someone else needs to hear. Also, if you also would like to help, you can share it with your friends and your audience as well. As always, from the bottom of my heart, I thank you for listening. So how am I dealing with this PCOS situation? Well, one thing is, the main thing is not coming into agreement with um, fertility problems or um, complications and things like that. And also being mindful of what it actually is, what it actually is, and is it possible to still have babies and all this stuff without, you know, medication, all this stuff? And the answer is yes. And also just, like I said, educating yourself on what's going on, what it is, and, you know, the natural ways you can do to not allow what the doctors say or what the reports say to hinder not only your mind, but your body as well. And one of the main things that I've done the last few weeks is I started to work out. I got an online fitness trainer and I started to, um, I told her, she knows, you know, I told her all about, you know, my, my journey and all this stuff. And it's just now I am working on building my body. I'm working on building my, my health and not just my physical body, but my mental, spiritual, emotional, all of that. So just being mindful of, what I'm consuming and being mindful of what brings peace and joy and praying a lot more. If I do have fears and I do have um, challenges or whatever it may be, just taking those to God first and really laying those things at his feet. And I think that's really the main thing that I'm doing to deal with it. I like I, I believe that God spoke to me through my dreams and through my husband's dreams and through my sister's dreams. So I do believe that we will have multiple children 
I do believe that they will be healthy. I believe I will be healthy. I believe that I will have a great doctor and a great staff. Even with this whole military lifestyle, where we're moving from place to place and all this stuff for the time being. I just believe that our community is going to always be established. They're going to be waiting on us, even if that community is just a, it's just a community of one, even if it's just online. And that's another thing I've been doing, too. I've been... Um, following a few pages online and also just staying encouraged and paying attention to the positive moms out there. Not to say that if moms are saying something negative that they're bad or anything like that. No, of course not. But just being uh, surrounded myself with people who look at motherhood as a positive thing and don't regret having their children and stuff like that. And I think that's one of the biggest things that really has helped me and has really built my faith and has really made me um, excited that one day that I will experience the joys of motherhood. Yes, and I understand that there are hard times and because I'm surrounded by moms. You know, I got friends who are moms, my sisters are moms, you know, so I understand, you know, there are hard times and there are struggles and you know, your life is never the same. I understand that as well, but we also see it in the news and we also see it. Uh, maybe, you know, people who really just shouldn't have children. Um, I hate to say it like that, but you know what I mean? Like you just see people just talking super negative about it all the time. It's almost as if there's nothing good about being a mom. And so I'm just being ma- very mindful of who I'm following and who I'm allowing to speak um, into my life. Like I said, this is not something I talk about publicly. It's not really something that I like to talk about with other people because a lot of people like to give you their two cents that wasn't asked for. So yeah, that's really pretty much how I'm dealing with it though. And I think that, I think that it's going to happen when it's going to happen. Yeah. So to answer the question, I guess you could say, uh, when, you know, when am I going to have kids? When God says so. So, so if you are out there and you've been asking me or you want to ask me, there's your answer when God says so. And I think nothing's wrong with that. You know, I don't think that we should put these, we shouldn't put these expectations on women because A, you don't know their story you don't know their fears. I've had fears. I honestly have fears about having children. And it's not really about the giving birth part or the pregnancy part. It's the aftermath of having kids. Y'all, like, I think when, I think when you really, if you don't have children, I think if you really sit back and think about it, like your life is never the same. You get what I mean? And it's an everyday job. I mean, no days off. It's an everyday job. I see parents all the time on my Instagram feed and stuff, taking trips and stuff like that. And they FaceTiming their kids while they on their trip. Like, it's literally no days off. Even if you go on a vacation without them, you're still thinking about them. You're still checking in, making sure they're good. You know what I mean? So it's just like you miss them and things like that. So it's like... It's no days off, and I want to make sure that I'm okay with that, especially with the lifestyle that we have. I want to make sure that I'm good, you know, and I'm honestly just, um, I'm still getting used to being a wife and still being um, 
a great wife and being a better woman. And I'm just being honest. I'm just afraid of that. I'm afraid of the aftermath of having kids. And I have been talking to God about it. And I have reached out to um, some people about it and just getting their perspective on being a mom and having these goals, these dreams and things like that. And how are they navigating? And I'm talking about moms who've been in the game for a little minute. Like, and not to say that moms who just became a mom a few months ago or less than a year, they can't give me advice. I think, but I'm trying to, I'm, I really want to talk to moms who've been in the game for a while to get some perspective because um, I've kind of already got the perspective of the newborn and the new mom kind of phase and things like that. So now I want to talk, I'm talking, reaching out to moms who kind of been in it for a while and still making it work and things like that. I've done that kind of on and off a little bit. And whether I reached out or not, sometimes I just read people's Instagram posts. A lot of people being more transparent, which I love. I'm a whole advocate about telling your story. Please tell your story. You never know who you can impact. And that's really been helping me just reading people's Instagram posts or Facebook posts and getting like the real raw emotions of what it is to be a mom and what it is to be a mom who's going after her goals, who's going after going after healthier, her healthier body, who's going after being um, more whole every day and spending time with God and all of this. And so being a great wife and all these things. And so it's really been helping me, but yeah, those been my fears. I've also had people, one other thing I want to touch on is that I've also had people who have made some pretty ignorant comments towards me and my husband. And you know, it's really funny. It, just if women in general, especially if you don't have children and whether you're single or not, people ask you that question. You kind of already know what's up. Is I can count on one hand how many times people have told me I've gotten a pleasant answer and people have said things like, especially when I told them how old I was, and they were like, oh, you're young, you got time. That I love because A, is no pressure, and another thing, you minding your business, you know? And I have to apologize to some people, you know, to say that, that I have been insensitive to people as well, at least to my, um, to, well, it wasn't noticeable, but I, looking back on it, I should have just mind my business. Like I've asked people, you know, when do they want to have kids? But I also, I meant it like, like in the way that I, I'm going to say this, like, I didn't mean it in a way like, oh girl, you better hurry up and stuff like that. Like it wasn't nothing like that. I was just genuinely wanted to know, you know, when they want to have their second child, when did they want to have kids? But now I've learned to just shut up unless they bring up the topic, then okay. But I've learned, I learned my lesson. So to just be quiet about it because it's really none of our business. And also we don't know what people are dealing with. I've had stories of people wanted me to pray for them because they want to have a child. You know what I mean? So it's just like people are really dealing with stuff and you can't not just mind your business. Like at the end of the day, just mind your business. I Like I said, I've had people make some ignorant, ignorant com- comments. I remember one time my husband said to somebody, um, you know, we're still praying on that. Well, you've been married for two years. What what you still praying for? Or something like that and stuff like that. It's just just ignorant stuff. And or 
don't wait too long. I've had her, I've heard that before. Um, I really, I, to this day, I don't know what that means. I should have said something, but you know, whatever. I don't know what that means, but, <laughs> uh, what else I've had? I've, the, what you waiting for people assuming my bloat, me bloated is me being pregnant. So I, it even gets to the point where when I'm around certain people, I'm more cautious of what I wear. Because I do have, a, I do deal with bloat. A lot of women deal with blo- being bloated and stuff like that. And then since I'm a skinny woman, you know, my bloatness is like really, really obvious, you know? So, you know, it's a pooch. It, you know, y'all know what a pooch is. And so I've had people, well, not people. I had someone point out like, oh, I think it's a baby in there. And I was just like, I'm pretty sure I know there's not one in there. But so it's just like, it's even get to the point where you have to like, I had to like be, I'm like more cautious of what I wear. And it's so stupid. You know, it's so, so, so stupid. There's a um, Instagram post that I saved recently and it showed, and I'm pretty, it went, I ain't gonna say, I guess I could say it went viral, I guess, where I think a lot of people were sharing it and it showed how a woman sitting down cross-legged crying, not cross-legged, but um, was it cross-legged? I don't know. But anyway, she was just sitting down in the inside. That's the word I'm looking for. And she was crying. She had like all these negative pregnancy tests. And then all around her, um, there were, fo- there was um, all around her, there were photos of, I mean, not all around her, there was like quotes and stuff about what she should, I mean, what they were saying about saying to her and she was like crying. And I just want to read a few of them right now. I just want to read a few. One of them said, you know, are you pregnant yet? Don't wait till it's too late. Girl, hurry up. Give your husband a child before he starts wondering. Don't keep us waiting too long. Where are my grandkids? Don't you want children? You'll be a great mom. I've heard that before. Um, what else? Let me read this. You don't have children. You don't understand. I've heard that before (laughs) in different words, but the same, pretty much the same point. You know, you're lucky you can get up and go. I've heard that before. And so that was, that was it. But yeah, you don't have kids. So you don't know. Like it even got to the point, y'all. It even got to the point where... I won't tell people how I'm really feeling because I've had someone kind of make a face at me when I told them, they asked me how I was doing. I said I was tired and they made like a face at me, like what you've been doing all day. And it was that, that's that's what they said. Like what you were doing all day. And then I was, you know, I said, I said what I was doing. They kind of rolled their eyes. And I guess because I don't have kids, I guess because I don't have kids, I can't be tired. I don't know. Just ignorant stuff. And so honestly, I've dealt with it. A lot of women have dealt with it, whether they're single or married. And a lot of y'all just don't know that a lot of people do want children. But that doesn't mean that they have to rush into it. Some people instantly start having a family as soon as they marry, whether whether it was planned or not. Some people wait. You know, some people have miscarriages. I'm thankful that I haven't experienced that. I pray to God I don't ever experience that. But I know people who have. And I know women who wish they could have waited to have kids. I've had had people tell me that, y'all. I've had people tell me, like, 
oh, I wish I would have waited or I wasn't ready and all these things. So it's just like you got to understand my heart feels for all of them. But you got to understand that some people they're well, not some everyone's journey to motherhood is different. Some people cannot have kids. They've been told you cannot. And God says, oh, yes, you will. And God blessed them. And then some they have they adopt. And so it's and, and motherhood comes in different ways. You can be the mama without birthing kids. Like it's just, you just gotta just, just mind your business at the end of the day, just mind your business. And although I don't have fertility problems and I never had a miscarriage or anything like that, I still have fears and I still have concerns and I still have to take care of my body because I want a healthy home for my kids. You know, I still pray because, you know, I'm not going to lie and say I haven't thought about how old I was and how I used to think that I would already had children by now. I'm almost 30. You know, I thought I would have kids by now. And now I'm like, you know what? I don't mind waiting till 30 or after to have kids. I literally feel like now I'm I'm in a good place to where I really want God's timing. And that's it. Because what really happened during my first year of marriage was that I was so like concerned with the timing and all this stuff that I was almost trying to control it. And that's no way to, to be, because that messes up your intimacy with your husband that messes up your sex life. It just makes you crazy. It makes you overthink it. I'm already in a safe place because I'm in covenant with my husband. So whether, so whether we get pregnant now or later, whatever, it's going to be fine because he's going to be the best father for my children. I'm going to be the best mother that I can be for our kids. So it's not like I'm um, being reckless or anything like that. I'm married. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I guess I'm saying all of that to say is that mind your business, please. <laughs> Some of us are going through a lot, whether it's physically, mentally, minds were mentally, probably, emotionally, we just want to be ready. I, my prayers, two of my prayers has always been, Lord, I, whenever you want, whenever you see that we're ready, that we're the, we're, we're going to be the best mom and dad that we can be. That's what I want you to bless us. Not a moment too soon, you know what I mean? Or too late, whatever. Just right when, well, he's never too soon or too late, but you know what I mean? Like I just, at the right time. My other prayer was that I would not regret having children when I have them. I have a lot of goals, a lot of dreams, a lot of things that I've been working on that I want to work on. I'm not trying to do everything before I have kids, you know, but there are couple of things I I really do want to achieve before I have children. And I know one of those things is to be the healthiest I've ever been, like consistent working out. I'm talking about, I'm talking about nutrition, my mindset, all of that. I want to be the healthiest that I've, that I've ever been. And I want to be strong in that area because with my husband's demanding job and then the work that I'm working on behind the scenes, it's just a lot that goes on. And sometimes it's a lot being away from your family and from your friends. It's a lot sometimes. And I want to make sure that I am the healthiest that I can be. And another thing is I have some goals with my writing. I have never said this publicly, but I am 
working on getting back into school and getting my master's in creative writing. Can't believe I just said that. You know, I was trying to keep it a secret, but you know, everybody don't listen to this anyway. So you just got an exclusive from me. So I'm thinking about going to get what am I thinking? I'm in the process of working on getting enrolled and getting financial aid, all this stuff situated with getting my master's in creative writing. God put a business idea in my heart. Um, he put a business idea or another stream. I don't know. Well, I'm not going to say business. I don't know if it's an actual business, but I know another stream of income based idea, basically a God idea in my heart to confirm um, this school, going to school. And also I found something that I wrote in 2013. So almost six years ago that also confirmed that I should be in school. So it's just a lot. It's just those things that I, those are the main things I kind of, I want to get done before I have kids, but I understand that you can't do everything your way. If we do everything our way, we would never need God, right? We would never, I don't think we would ever see the fullness of what God can do in our lives. And so I'm surrendering that right now. And Lord, I just, just pray that the time, the age of when you'll bless my womb is that I will be ready and that it would be a peaceful, joyful journey. And we will have the right people in our community and doctors, you know, support all of that. So yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't really know how long I was going to really talk about this topic because it's something, like I said, I don't really talk about publicly because, you know, it's just a, it can be a very sensitive thing. And it's also can be, I'm still processing. I'm still talking to God about. So I just pray that you get a a kind of idea where I'm at, you know, to answer the question again, when I'm going to have children is when God says so. When he blesses my womb, I'm in no rush whatsoever. So stop rushing me if that's you. And, (laughs) and also just know that be more sensitive to know that some women are going through much worse than, than what you ever think. And the heartache and the pain that they feel to know that this is another month. I'm not pregnant. Another year. I'm not pregnant. Another year. I'm not a mom. Another Christmas. I don't buy toys for my children. And so just be mindful of that the next time you ask somebody when they're going to have children. Um, I think the next time someone asks me to have, when I'm going to have children, I'm just going to report them to this podcast episode. You know what I mean? <laughs> and move it on from there. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that day when it happens. I know it will happen. It's going to be a great time. But I'm, like I said, I'm still working out some fears and some things of, of mine. Ladies, if your mom's out there, you know, chime in, send me a voice message, you know, chime in on what your thoughts are. Um, Have you ever experienced, you know, anything that I'm talking about? And also just be uh, just be aware that I'm okay. Let me say that too. I am okay. I'm perfectly fine. I'm not coming to agreement to what those, you know, reports say or anything like that. I'm going, I'm fine. I'm going to be fine. 
And so I don't want nobody to think that something's wrong. Like, no. And if I turn up pregnant later on this year, just know it wasn't my plan. <laughs> it was not my plan. Okay. So if that happens, so like I said, I can look, well, I don't think I even said that, but I can get pregnant this year. Who knows? Or whatever. That would be a complete shock for sure. So, I mean, like I said, it's whatever God wants us to. He knows what's best. And I'm trusting that. I'm trusting in that. And I just want to have fun, enjoy my life and soak it up. I hear a lot of moms tell you that. Soak it up. Soak it up as much as you can, because although it, they are blessing and children are a blessing and, it, and it's an amazing, amazing role. And it's a, an amazing privilege to be a godly mom. It's a big responsibility. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to. I don't want to steward that the wrong way. You know, I don't want that. I don't want to try to have my kids because I'm trying to beat the age and all that stuff. Like, nah, I believe that I'm going to be fine when I when I conceive and when I have them. So here we are at the end of this podcast episode. And I'm looking forward to diving deeper into more topics. And if you have any topic requests or any questions you want to ask me for me to answer because that's what this podcast is all about is to answer these questions and process my life you know through these audio recordings so if you have a topic you know you can send me a voice message I won't make that public but you can send me a voice message and just ask me a certain question or you can dm me email me whatever it is that you want to do comment on a post on instagram and just let me know a question you would like me to answer and i just may answer that on a future episode and if you have a comment that you you know or some feedback on today's topic you know you can relate in some way send me a voice message as well i might just feature you on the next episode i'm looking forward to talking to you again I pray that you are living your blessed life, right? Talk to you soon. Bye.